It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. KSL Outdoors with Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. I'll tell you with the coverage and uh, the pictures and images, videos that have been coming from Maui, I did not know uh, while we were watching this and looking at this devastation that I had uh, a loved one who was actually in the midst of it. Uh, you hear him join me every week. We're talking about Roger Eggett from Bear River Lodge, sponsor of this program. We're going to shift gears a little bit and not talk about Bear River Lodge for a minute. You guys uh, were on Maui when this all started, and you had little ones with you. I didn't know that uh, uh, Jamie's son and uh, is it a niece had also tagged along? Right. Crew, who is 11, and his cousin Aubrey, 13, were both with us, and... Uh been a crazy few days and a crazy week. Well, we should tell everybody, and uh, it's natural that you would be dragging a little bit. This whole thing started for you guys on Monday. We're recording on Friday, and you literally are in the car or the truck headed from the airport in Salt Lake City back home up in the uh, Morgan area. But take us back to what happened on Monday with the hurricane that started blowing. Jamie and I went on our date Monday night, came home, went to bed. The hurricane started hitting our house Monday night. And by Monday morning, or sorry, Tuesday morning, we had lost power. And when we woke up morning, we you know, all night, Monday night, the winds were just relentless and just, just crazy. And then sometime during the night, we lost power. On Tuesday, we got up, complete devastation. Uh, trees blown over, palms everywhere, coconuts everywhere, trees down. We we have a defender over there, so you know one of the great things I did was ship a defender over on a boat, and uh, so we hopped in our six passenger defender, drove it down to the beach, and you would not believe power line after power line was snapped right in half and down in the roads, and one power line whipped right at us as we were driving by, and. Um, and, and that afternoon, sometime during the day, up in the grasslands up above Lahaina, the fire started, and we drove and went and looked at it, you know, and got as close as we could. And But the winds were so crazy, they couldn't do anything, and the, the winds were just relentless. And uh, Tuesday, the fire just kept getting bigger, and by Wednesday morning at 4 o'clock, police were going to our neighborhood telling everyone to get out, the fire's coming, and we took photos fire about a half a mile from our house as we left Wednesday, and they've not allowed anyone back in since, so we are unsure of the status of everything. So so you know you had wind damage, unknown at this point, whether there's fire damage, I guess. Right. So we believe our neighborhood is called Lonnie Poco, and we believe that the fire did not jump the road into our neighborhood. That's the belief that we've been given, but we're not sure. We One of our neighbors 
hunkered down and stayed, and uh, there's no power, no cell service. We had no power, no cell service from Tuesday on. No water. You know, everything's electric. The water pumps are electrical. Um, and so we, he got a, every once in a while a text would get out, and we don't think our, our neighborhood burned, but we don't know because right below us we're seeing the photos of complete devastation. We're up about a mile from the ocean. We're up on the hillside just a little. We were above the fire line, and the winds were coming down the mountain just pushing that fire right to the ocean. But, you know, if you've been to downtown Lahaina, it is heartbreaking. It, you know, the photos that we're seeing is complete devastation. And we've heard stories. You know, we spent the night on the Florida church house in Kihei and talked to other people. And we, we've talked to people at the airport. And uh, the stories are just horrific. Yeah, we've heard stories of 200-year-old uh, churches and 150-year-old trees that uh, have been lost and that church had just celebrated its 200th anniversary. So you get evacuated. How did you find your way then to a church house to be able to hunker down? Well, that, that's the crazy thing. So once you get out of Lahaina and get off the west side there, and you come around the mountain and you're into Kahului, where the airport is, it's, it's like everything's back to normal. They don't realize on the west side of the island it's complete chaos, and uh, we we hunkered down. We we drove around. We just got as soon as we could get cell service. We had to have it for 48 hours. You know our phones were blowing up. We made a few phone calls, let our kids know we're okay, and then uh, we did an interesting thing. We went over to the Marriott in Wailea and just went to breakfast there and stayed there on their, their grounds for the day by the beach, just trying to figure out a plan. And we got through to Delta, and we made a flight to get off the island to get to uh, Seattle. And so yesterday we flew to Seattle, and this morning we flew home. So we, we Jamie Googled the LDS churches, and there was one in Kihei, and we drove over there, and there were already people there. And when we showed up, they said, oh, you're the family coming from Utah. And we said, no, but if they have a good reservation, we'll take it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we went. Um, what was the experience like at the airport? Because we're hearing that it's just mayhem and that uh, some people couldn't get flights out. Yeah, there were lots. Somewhere, somehow, people had passed out sleeping bags and pillows because throughout the airport, uh, there were lots of sleeping bags, lots of pillows, lots of people just sleeping. We had a bag of groceries that we had picked up with us as we drove around yesterday. And we went through the airport just passing out food. And we found a family who could use the food and gave them whatever food we had left. And, um, but I think the report we got was about eleven to 12 to 14,000 people flew out yesterday and they were just taking busloads. So if you're familiar with that area, Kanapali is where the Marriott, the Hyatt, the Sheraton, they are all in Kanapali. Those are north of where Lahaina is and north of the fire, but they had lost all their power and they had lost all their water. Yesterday and Wednesday, they were picking them up in buses and hauling them to the airport and sending them over to Oahu. So... 
and we actually visited with some of them and that got on buses. And the strange thing is, we listened to the uh, press release last night from Maui County, and everyone in those large hotel chains was told to, to shelter in place because they were wanting the locals to be able to get on the roads and get their stuff out. And so the people in the hotels were told to shelter in place while the locals tried to get their their stuff out of the danger of the fire. And, you know, a lot of those people don't have cars or don't, you know, they're not carrying a bunch of furniture or whatever. And anyway, they got them on buses, got them to the airport and shipped them to Oahu. And uh, it, it's just mayhem. And it is crazy. It is, a, it is just crazy. Yeah. Well, there are people that, you know, don't live there, but have certainly visited there. And, the stories we hear are just incredible. People running to the ocean and, and literally diving into the water to get away from the flames. But even the boats in the docks there uh, were devastated by it. We're glad you're safe. Um, and we want everybody to know that uh, KSL News Radio and all of our stations have launched a Maui Strong effort. You can find out more about it by. Uh, going to our website, which is kslnewsradio.com. We're hoping to raise funds to be able to send over there. And the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is also already on it, Uh, not just on the ground, but sending things uh, as they can over there. And, Roger, I don't know if you heard this part, but airlines have actually uh, been sending over empty planes that are full of stuff that can hopefully help the folks that are on the ground. But this is going to be a long-time recovery and some of those things, although they may be rebuilt, will never be the same, I'm sure. Yeah, and historic downtown Lahaina is such an incredible, beautiful place. We, I know for certain we have a home there now, and so we will not have power to our home for months. Even So assuming our home did not burn down, just knowing, seeing the power lines that were down, and then to see the fire go through, it is going to take a substantial amount of time. And I mean months, maybe a year, to even just get power back to the homes that didn't burn. Yeah. And then to rebuild that town is going to take a decade. Well, it's going to take a long time. Again, I'm relieved uh, just to hear your voice. Uh, glad you, Jamie, and the kids are safe. Thanks for sharing part of your experience with us here. Um, get some sleep, will you? Hey, that's on my agenda. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it is. Uh, Roger Agate, we love you. Uh, thanks for that. We're going to uh, wrap things up here, turn it over to the greenhouse. That's coming up after the top of the hour. And uh, so Tana and Maria will take it from here. Have a good weekend, everybody. I'm back Monday morning, starting at 5 with Utah's Morning News. Amanda Dixon, of course, will also be here with me. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.